What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, if it's it's finally time, it came, we got Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, man, and, uh, you know, there are times where we have conventions... Uh, where there's not a whole lot to talk about, and there are times where we have conventions where there are a lot of to- there were a lot to talk about, and then there's what we had uh, at Star Wars Celebration this year out in uh, London across the pond, uh, where there is too much to talk about uh, for our show, so we will be dividing, uh, dividing and conquering the, uh, the all of the information that we processed. This past week from Star Wars Celebration, and we'll be breaking it up into multiple different podcasts. So be on the lookout for all of those coming up in the in the near future. But this one will be focused on the all of the Star Wars movies that were announced at Star Wars Celebration, particularly the theatrical releases. Um, we had three separate movies that were announced, uh, so we're going to get to all that. We understand there was a lot. Uh, involving Ahsoka, there was a lot involving Andor, the Mandalorian, all of these different questions that were answered. Uh, the Acolyte Skeleton Crew will be answering those on future podcasts, but for now, this podcast will be focused on the three movies that were announced uh, at Star Wars Celebration. So, uh, Shmark, take it away. Yes, Kendall, so we got... Um... You know, like you said, I mean, there, there were so many announcements, um, just a ton of announcements. I was, I was, you know, first thing I'll admit is I was wrong. This was not a Soka Con. I thought it was just going to be a Soka Con and maybe a movie. Maybe we'll get one movie, but no, we got three movies. So three newly announced movies. Um, I mean, apparently some, uh, two of them were rumored, but which I didn't even know about, you know, living under a rock, I guess, but. Um, but yeah, yeah, three movies that were, you know, brand new. So let's, let's jump right in. Um, so the first, so we got three movies. The first movie, uh, being, we're getting a new, uh, I'm just gonna, I've been calling it the Ray movie up until now. So I'm just going to continue with that. A new Ray Skywalker movie. Um, we haven't gotten any kind of episode 10 title. It's basically episode 10. I'm considering it episode 10. I feel like a lot of people are considering it episode 10, but um, they haven't called it episode 10. They might be moving away from, I don't, I don't know if they're moving away from the numbering, um, but it's, I mean, it's basically episode 10. It takes place 15 years after um, the rise of Skywalker. So we're getting quite a time jump um, for this one. And this will be centered around um, Ray rebuilding the Jedi Order. Um, this is being directed by Charmin Obechinoy, um, who has worked on Miss Marvel before, and she's also an award-winning filmmaker um, who has directed uh, other documentary-type films before as well. So um, she does have a, a background in film, is someone that has been very successful in her career. Um, so we'll get to see her um, tackle Star Wars, which I mean, honestly, uh, it's quite quite a challenge <laughs> uh, in terms of getting it right. But but good directors are able to do it, and so she'll get her crack at it. Um, I do think she's walked into a little bit of a landmine in terms of um, continuing this story, where, in my opinion, it wasn't constructed. Um, well, I mean, it's it's factual that it wasn't constructed like in a. It wasn't like it was constructed on the fly. Like it, it was not. They didn't plan um, the story. But I, I don't think it, it set a great basis necessarily for, um, you know, for future stories. And um, you know, there's all kind of speculation and theories flying around us because this was supposed to be the Lindelof project, and there's a bunch of theories and speculation flying around about what may have happened and whatnot. Um, but that is the first movie. Uh, the second movie is the we are getting a Mandoverse movie directed by Dave Filoni. It's going to be a culmination of the Mando quote unquote Mandoverse. Um, so all the all the all the shows that are taking place within the kind of Mandalorian 
between episode six and seven timeline. Um, so, um, you know, we would presume that's the Mandalorian, uh, the book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, um, you know, any other shows that, you know, are, are going to be made or, or whatnot. So everything else, um, that is in that timeline is a culmination of all of that, all of those characters. Um, so we're getting that in a movie. And then the last one, which was really the big kicker for me, or, the, or well, this is the one that I'm most excited for to be specific. Uh, James Mangold is directing a, a movie about the first Jedi. It takes place 25,000 years before the events of the Skywalker saga. And, um, you know, he has called it, he has uh, pitched it as kind of like a biblical epic um, and compared it to films like Ben-Hur and just just a, a, a story about the very, very, very beginnings of, of the Jedi Order, um, which there is, a of course, a legend's history of that. And I, I heavily considered rereading into that history, and I, I probably will, honestly, leading into this film, even though I know it that stuff probably isn't going to be used, but I'm still, I'm still, <laughs> uh, just because it's so well made. But, um, but yes, predating the old republic, so that will be interesting. But so I, I want us to start our discussion, Kendall, with the big, with kind of big Kahuna, which is this Ray, um, movie. So, I told you after this was announced. Well, I said a lot of things. We talked, of course, we talked about this. I said a lot of things after this was announced. Um, Ray. Um, I mean, we know our everyone. Anyone that has listened to me talk about the sequel trilogy on this podcast knows my feelings about the Ray character. My feelings about the sequel trilogy. Um, I feel like the Ray character had a ton of potential, honestly. Um, but with a well constructed story, I would have loved the character. And I do still like the character. I don't. I don't like hate the character, but. I just feel like the the writing was not well thought out in terms of like the hero's journey and and, and um you know I know it's kind of the, the the played out thing of oh she's a Mary Sue and this and that but there there is value in giving someone challenges to overcome and and showing someone work to overcome those challenges um and. I don't feel like the sequel trilogy did much of a good job of doing that. And I'm not going to, you know, go into make this a whole anti-raid podcast because I think there are redeeming things about her character. But just as a, as a story, this as her story overall, I was not I was not satisfied by it. Now, of course, Star Wars made made for younger audiences. You can all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to be, some, you know, some kind of, you know, a big baby talking about how jj abrams ruined my childhood or any kind of craziness like that it's just like i just didn't i just thought the story could have been done better and um you know one of the first things i said to you kendall they're gonna call her ray skywalker and i'm gonna be trying not to vomit in that theater it's not gonna be a pretty sight i'm just gonna be sitting there like i i don't like this i don't like that this is happening but that's just um yeah, this is this is such. This is like, I don't I don't envy, um, Charmino Bechinoy. I don't envy, I don't envy this job. Um, you know, I I really don't. I really don't. It's not easy. It's not easy to. Um, I mean, I think I think the the best chance for me to appreciate this film would be if it's much much less Ray centric and less Skywalker saga centric if they just tried to just just make something new. If they if they, if that was largely what this was or is largely what this is, then there's a much higher chance that I will like enjoy it, appreciate it, see it for just what it is without you know all the Rise of Skywalker stuff and all, all any of that kind of stuff. Just this is what it is and just move on, but you know, if they're going to be connecting to all this stuff that happened in Rise of Skywalker, I mean, Kendall, we we were both we both we saw that movie together. Kendall, you saw my face at yes. the end of that movie. Um, yes. I saw your face at the beginning of that movie. You saw my you saw my face at the wrong. beginning of the movie, Kendall. 
it was I just wow you know and and I enjoyed the last Jedi I, I of course which is I know it's, it's another very controversial statement apparently but I didn't think it was a bad movie um, I there are major decisions made in that movie that I would not have made but I enjoyed the movie um the right Skywalker just went into just a complete 180 it's just like wow but um but yeah I don't know how I feel about this kennel I just don't know I don't know how I feel about this project I think the time skip is weird I'm sure we'll get into that but but Kendall just in general what are your thoughts on this Ray Skywalker movie yeah uh I mean my thoughts on Ray Skywalker um <laughs> I don't even like say like I don't even really even like calling Ray Ray Skywalker, but my thoughts. It's on the, weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I don't know. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my 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 thoughts on this project in general. I mean, I I I don't know where it ranks in terms of my excitement level for the between the three from power ranking them, uh, because we just there's so much we don't know about uh, all three of them, especially the you know, the Mangold and, 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 and Ray movies, but, um, but I feel like this one, uh, is exciting because there is a lot of opportunity, um, and it's exploring something that we didn't necessarily think we would see. At least I didn't necessarily think we'd see it anytime soon. I thought that they would, uh, kind of dump the, you know, whatever was established in the sequel trilogy, I thought there was a chance. Not that they would dump it, but that they'd sort of give it the, the prequel treatment that the prequels had, you know, for a long time, um, especially when Disney first bought Star Wars. <laughs> and they focused everything around the original trilogy. I thought the sequel trilogy would kind of get something similar. And, uh, I mean, it's not necessarily the case. I mean, they're going to piggybacking off of it. Uh, they're bringing back the main character of those of those movies and saying she's going to be the. I mean, I don't know if she's the main character of this, but she's going to be a central figure in this movie. Um, you know, it, there is a bit of redundancy in, with the the concept of, you know, like trying to restart the Jedi Order. <laughs> you know, we've seen that story um, play itself out. Hopefully, in this instance it's not a situation of you know i want to restart the jedi order and then like a youngling turns evil and you know everything goes yeah i mean we've uh, seen that story like how many haywire. times you know hopefully this is we actually get to see a fully fledged jedi order like we've seen you know that we hadn't seen since the prequels um and i think that there's a lot of potential for that um i think the most interesting part about this announcement is that it did not include John Boyega. It did not include uh, Oscar Isaac. It did not include anybody, any actors or actresses from the pre from the sequel trilogy outside of Ray, which to me suggests that a lot of them won't be back. So you're right about that, Kendall. John Boyega was trending on Twitter after this announcement was made. Um, apparently, him and Disney had like kind of smoothed things over, which I didn't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, maybe he heard about this movie. Maybe they they gave him a dollar offer, and, and I'm sure there was a dollar amount that you could give give him, and he'd be like, "Oh, well, <laughs> you reconsider." Um, but uh, you know, I I don't know. But if he didn't come back, I wouldn't blame him. You know, I I wouldn't blame him at all. I mean, they hinted at this Jedi storyline. At the end of Rise of Skywalker, and I had to, it's funny, I had to like remember that because I just, I don't like watching that movie, so I haven't seen that movie in a very, very, very long time. I don't think I've seen, I think I sat and watched it from start to finish since I saw it in the movie theaters. Um, so I had to remember, I was like, yeah, they gave him like, they like hinted at some kind of force, um, like force ability in him. So I don't know if that's something that they would pursue. Uh, as well, so that they, he actually they actually do make him a Jedi because that was like uh, one of, a major problem I had in the Force Awakens was the false advertising of Finn being a Jedi, and then no, he just gets beat up by Kylo Ren. Oh, and he's the most cowardly person that just wants to run away all the time. It's just 
just a lot of just decisions that I just wouldn't have made <laughs> that I had a problem with. But again, yeah. I'm not going to, I cannot, I, I feel like I say every time we talk about the sequel trilogy, I just repeat these talking points and I'm trying not to fall into that again, but, but, we're, but they're continuing it. So it's, it's hard to just not, to just not address the, the things that you had a problem with. But, um, but yeah, Finn, I, I mean, I would, I would presume he would be, that they would, they would just put, say, listen, how much money do you want? I, I would presume that it, there would be a conversation similar, uh, so, uh, something in that vein, because how do you just write him out the story? You don't give him a story. You hint that he has force abilities, and then you write him out the story. You know, it's like, it's well, like, honestly, it's like Kelly Marie Tran, like times I, a thousand. Not necessarily that I disagree, but just I guess the way I'd explain how they write them out of the story is just of they're doing a fifteen year time jump, which seems excessive. Like yeah, it's very in excessive. terms of like storytelling, um, like fifteen years just so much can change in fifty. So much can change in five years that like they could have done a five year time jump in the Jedi Order. It wouldn't be fully fledged, but it'd be like starting up. 10 years and like you'd have a maybe i don't know again a fully fledged jedi order wouldn't be look like maybe that's what they're going for maybe they're saying if we do 15 right. years we could argue like yeah the jedi are back like you know and with a full-on jedi temple there's hundreds of jedi running around like you could probably sell me on that um mm-hmm. but otherwise like there's there's it's hard to to justify like you know, doing the 15-year time jump, but I will say, like, when you do the 15-year time jump, you can say, like, yeah, like, Finn, like, we, I, I hadn't heard from Finn in five years, you know, who cares, you know, it's sort of, I mean, it's like, it's like when we see, with like, the, like, Avatar, when, you know, when they, mm, they when they did, yeah. you know, the Legend of Korra, and they had this giant time jump, like, you know, no one, like, yeah, people were asking about, you know, the original, you know, Avatar group, but, like, it wasn't like it was like a it was a, it was a plot hole because like, I mean right, I don't know we right. skip we skip forward fifty years so you know it's not like we're supposed to be seeing them all together you know so yeah you could argue that they all went their separate ways at this point and they're all doing their own thing and it's not even doesn't not something that has to be addressed necessarily you can kind of play in your own sandbox no that's true that's a good point um, yeah I mean I, I do think that's a possibility that is a possibility um, I don't know if we're gonna see I guess the quote unquote the trio. Um, and even though I know in the Rise of Skywalker they tried to make them like a, a Luke a Luke Han Leia thing, but they didn't really develop that as well. Um, but they tried. I mean, you know, they tried. But um, but yeah, I'm not sure if we'll see them all again. Um, but can I do feel like this is a good time to kind of discuss this time jump, right? So you said it's a weird time jump. It is a weird time jump. Um, even while, even you know, while you're kind of going through your reasoning, I was thinking, well, I mean, maybe they, it, there's, I feel like they may be trying to set up a new kind of gap where more, even more storytelling can take place as well. So more shows, more comics, more books, more this or that, more discussions, and there's just more and more and more uh, content for us and products for them to sell, so which, you know, um, is, you know, kind of the kind of the win-win I guess for the for you know the content creator being Lucasfilm and the content consumer being us um but I so kind of and I and we talked about this kind of and I'm, I'm kind of really buying into this the more time goes by I'm thinking Grogu's gonna be in this movie I and I know that's kind of that's to anyone listening to this that's probably coming out of left field like what did, where did that come from but but I'm like nine. I, I'm trying to think. I'd say probably like ninety-eight percent. That I'm like oh, okay, like ninety-five percent. Like ninety-five percent Grogu was in this movie, and I'm a hundred percent that if he's not in this movie, he's going to be in a movie within whatever this. I don't know if it's going to be a trilogy or series or whatever. He's going to be in this movie or in this time period if they make a show or. Something. Grogu's going to show up in this time period. I am certain of it. Probably in this movie. Like, 95% he's going to be in this movie. But he's definitely going to show up 
in this where this new time skip, whatever this they're calling this era, he is going to be in this era. Guarantee it. Just mark the date, the time, whatever you're you're listening to, <laughs> whatever this is released, whatever anyone's listening to this, I Grogu will be in this movie. Um, and I say that because I I was listening even just earlier today, the day I'm recording this, the day that we're recording this. I'm li- I was listening to the New High Republic novel. Um, Cataclysm, which is really good. Lydia Kang, written by Lydia Kang, highly recommended for anyone that likes the High Republic. It's fantastic. I'm only like a, I'm like hardly a fifth of the way through the book, and it's it's fantastic. But but Yaddle's in the book, uh, which is very cool. But Yaddle, and the, look, the voice acting can it can get a little wonky sometimes. They've had Mark Thompson, who's the usually the narrator for the books. He does a lot of the voices, incredible, but. You know they'll like change the voices sometimes, occasionally and whatnot if they want him to change something here or there. So he voiced Yaddle like an elderly woman, um, and which you know, look whether he should have or shouldn't have, whatever. She is a Jedi Master, um, I believe, on the Jedi Council. So I mean, she's definitely an adult. She's voiced like an elderly woman. Sounds like an elderly woman. They said Yaddle is, during the time of the High Republic, 200 years old. Um, again, she's an adult. Sounds like an old old woman. And is 200 years old. Grogu, in the time of the Mandalorian, is 50 years old. Um, that, the Mandalorian takes place, I believe, around like... Um, I looked. I looked it up. It's like nine AB, nine ABY after the Battle of Yavin, and and um, the Rise of Skywalker is thirty five years after the Battle of Yavin, and this movie is fifteen years after that, which would be fifty years after the Battle of Yavin, and at that point, Grogu would be almost like a hundred years old. You know, he'd be like 91 years old, I think. He'll be like half the age that Yaddle is in this book, and she's like a Jedi Master. So, I mean, Grogu's... And they can make up whatever thing they want in terms of how Yoda's species ages and, you know, whatnot. I mean, look at what they're doing with Groot in in Guardians. You know, they can make up whatever they want. They can make up whatever they want. We don't know anything about Yoda's species. Yaddle apparently is 200 years old, and Yoda's like... And at this point, he's like 700-something years old. And they look very similar. I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know how the age thing works. But I think Grogu's going to be walking and talking, jumping, flipping, whatever. He's going to be moving and talking and having agency and not being attached to some kind of cradle or or anything like that. Um, Grogu will be in this movie. I'm certain of it. But kind of, what are your what are your thoughts on on, on that theory? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Yoda's Wookie uh, Wikipedia. Uh, yes, yes. Pull up the and, the, <laughs> the citation. <laughs> and it it said that uh, I'm not sure where this is referenced from. It looks like this is uh. uh yeah, it's too hard to find figure out where it's from, but uh, it. Says that around the age of one hundred, Yoda—that's when Yoda became a Jedi Master. So, well, there you go, and that's in canon. That's very possible. Uh, that's that's what, that's according to Wikipedia. I'm trying to find the source wow. of this information, but I mean, I would—I don't doubt it. I mean, Yaddle is two hundred, and she's a Jedi Master. So you know, Grogu's fifty. That's though, honestly, is very—that's really weird. I don't know why that's canon. Yoda's one hundred. But he's nine hundred. I don't know. Yeah, they, that aging, that aging is really, very strange. But I mean, it's an alien. You know, it's the easiest explanation in the world. But Gordon, you, um, you know the you know the data bank, StarWars.com. Uh, their in, in canonical encyclopedia. Oh, okay. Well, that no, that's as official as it gets. Um. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah, either either Yoda was some kind of super prodigy kid or something, which I mean maybe he was. I mean we, <laughs> you know, yeah. we don't know. Um, 
or they age very very quickly or you know something but but you know but Grogu Grogu is definitely going to be he Grogu is going to be doing stuff in this new time skip I this is me personally I think if they put Grogu in this movie it's a big if um but if they do and I think they will I'm almost certain they will Grogu will 100% steal the show in this movie he will be um he will be he will be the draw for like a ton of people going to this movie like a ton adult, of people uh, an adult Grogu or a teenage Grogu is a much bigger deal than Ray coming back let's just be honest I mean it is I mean it is I mean I'm just being honest um it is and I know there's a I know there's a ton of Ray fans and if you're a sequel trilogy fan, I'm sure you'll completely disagree and think I'm, you know, crazy or something. I don't know, maybe, but, um, but I mean, it, it certainly is to me. Certainly is to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, Grogu, an adult Grogu, and that's and that is gonna appeal to. That's literally appealing to everybody. I mean, who doesn't want to go see that? Um, I don't think there's one Star Wars fan that wouldn't want to see that. Grogu's a pretty uniting um, constant, even, and isn't even for that, all kinds of people in the fandom. Isn't that smart, strategically, from a Lucasfilm perspective? Could Maybe. You take one yeah. of your more controversial characters, for better or for worse, <laughs> right. and you pair her with one of your least controversial characters. That, yeah, and, strategically, yeah. You know, you say to yourself, from two different eras, essentially... And you're saying, hey, I mean, you may not like the sequel trilogy, but a lot of people that didn't like the sequel trilogy did, in fact, like The Mandalorian. And you say to yourself, well, if you want to see the continuation of Grogu's story, you got to go see this movie. And, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that still would be like, uh, well, Ray's the main character, so I'm not interested. But <laughs> like, you would get a lot of people that are like, shoot, I probably wouldn't have seen it, but Grogu's in it, I have to see it now. Um, yeah, I mean, and just I, I, in general, casual Star Wars fans that may not have cared about the sequel trilogy, but found out about Baby Yoda and got Disney Plus, and were you know, were all about the Mandalorian. That are like, well, I have, I have to see this movie, you know, just like they're gonna have to see Filoni's movie as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would <sighs> because if Grogu shows up in a trailer, like when when Grogu shows up. I'll say when Grogu shows up in a trailer for this movie, that's gonna just I'm my my tune is gonna change so much. I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. You know, because it's just because it's yeah, yeah that's how they're gonna get people, Kennel. That's that's I think that's just that's what's gonna happen. Grogu's gonna be in a trailer, and that'll be it. It'll you know bust all these box office records and. Just be a complete madhouse in the theater, opening night, complete madness. Um, but I just, I even then, I would still worry, and I still worry about the story. Like, is this going to be a good story? We saw what all the Ray Skywalker stuff, and I, I hate even calling her Ray Skywalker. I'm sorry. I know that's like weird. Or maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. It's just weird because why is she Ray Skywalker? Like I don't even, I don't even get it. I don't even get that. But I don't know. But this Ray Skywalker movie, it just that story is just like, it's just so unplanned and not well thought out. That is that just going to just seep into the Grogu story and just it will be similarly unplanned and, and not thought out like I don't know it's just it's I don't know it's a little concerning um but yeah can I need any thought more thoughts on this movie before we move on to the next one um not really um you know I guess we'll just have to again we'll figure out what the cast is but I ex- expect it to be a lot of new characters which I don't think is a bad thing um, there's always room for new characters in Star Wars expand the universe rather than 
shrink it is always the, the motto. So, you know, instead of going mm-hmm. back into the well, I think it, it does make sense to introduce some new characters. But I would not be shocked if we see cameos, if not in this movie and other forms, like in this time period. Uh, it's funny because I don't think like when they did the the the, the timeline, you know, graphic. I don't know if this timeline was there, right? That's a good question. Um, I don't believe so, but um, but I'm not sure. I don't know what what they would exactly they would consider this timeline. Um, but yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look look into that as well. Um, but yeah, we shall see. We shall see what happens. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts on that. I think Grogu will show up. Oh no, it is in there, by the way. Oh, it is. Okay, what, what are they calling this one? New Jedi Order. The New Jedi Order. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I think Grogu will be a, will be a part. I don't know how, why or how, but um, I do think he will be a part. <laughs> but. So the next movie I'd like to discuss is this Mandoverse movie. Um, so we're getting a movie that will be the culmination of the Mandoverse. Now, Kendall, I am pretty sure this movie, which is being directed by Dave Filoni, which is very exciting. Um, I don't believe we'll be getting this movie for quite a while because the Mandoverse is still going on and it's still like it's still uh which I don't know what that means for this whole Grogu th- uh, thing either, because they're coming out with this Ray movie, and I think Grogu's going to be a big sell for that movie. So I don't know what that means for this Mandoverse movie, but apparently this movie isn't coming out for a while. Um, so because we have, I mean, they were talking about Favreau already finished the writing the next season of The Mandalorian, and you know Ahsoka's coming out. We have, you know, we're getting people are clamoring for another season. Or I saw like Ewan posted something recently about some kind of another Obi Wan season or something. I don't like that he wants the fans to like kind of maybe get support for that. Like, there's just a lot. There's a lot. Um, there's just a lot more happening. And I don't think Ewan's gonna be showing up in anything like this anyway. But but there's just a lot happening um, with these shows still, and. Like, this movie isn't going to happen within the next, like, three, four years. I think it's going to be, like, longer. It's going to be a longer wait. And I believe Kathleen Kennedy said something to that effect as well. Um, but but regardless, I'm still excited for the movie. And I've, honestly, I've loved everything Dave Filoni has directed in live action that I've seen from him. Um... A lot of the episodes that he's done, that he's directed, have been like my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, whenever he's directing an episode of The Mandalorian, did he direct any of the Book of Boba Fett episodes? Filoni? Yeah. Uh, I think I think he might have did the the Din Djarin one, but like the one with where Ahsoka showed up and then Luke. I mean, that's not that's a different episode, but I think he did that one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like but, he did, but um, but let me see, did he? Yes, he did. Yep. Yeah, so he did do that one, and that's the one when um, when uh, uh, the, jeez, why am I forgetting his name? The the shooter from Clone Wars got the Cad the Bane. Rocket. Cad Bane shows up. There we go. That's the one where Cad Bane shows up as well. Um, so but yeah, Dave Filoni directed. That episode, man. Oh man. That is such a good episode. <laughs> I think that episode is... People talk about how bad that show is, but, like, that episode oh. is top four amongst every Star Wars TV that we've seen yet. That's a top ten, like, Star Wars moment for me, Kendall. <laughs> that's a top ten... That whole episode is a top ten Star Wars moment for me. And, I, and I, I know that's, like, probably really weird, but it's true. I was, like, I was in awe. Like, I mouth agape watching that episode. Um, <laughs> but I can't wait. You know, I can't wait for this Mandoverse Dave Filoni movie. You know, we I feel like we say this all the time. But he's the closest thing we have to George right now. Closest thing um, is him 
and 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 Favreau, I'd say Favreau is, is has been doing great things with the Mandalorian, but Dave has that Star Wars like just that mad Star Wars knowledge of just and just the and just the ability to tell the story so well. And I am very, very excited for this. Um, I think this is going to be fantastic. Um, I know we had been talking about this. We had had some theories about this regarding Thrawn as well. Probably, possibly, or even probably being in this. But kind of what are your thoughts on this Mandalverse movie? Um, the Mandalverse movie, I am, I'm definitely excited about it. Um... It's it's odd because, for one, I mean, it's something that you don't really see very often. I mean, it's not like the, the TV movie thing isn't, like, totally unprecedented. I mean, you know, we got shows like, uh, you know, Downton Abbey had a movie. Uh, multiple movies now have come out. And uh, I think Peaky Blinders you know, movie's coming out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there's, this, you know, The Godfather. I mean, not The Godfather. Sopranos, I should say. Uh, like there's plenty of movies, yep. Um, where there's plenty of TV shows that were that evolved into movies. Entourage had a movie, you know, about mm-hmm. ten years ago. So, um, not an uncommon uh, occurrence. This is a little different in that it's a, sort of a multiverse. It's a it's an amalgamation of multiple different shows into one. Um, you know, I think that obviously Filoni's the right guy to tell this story. Uh, I think it's good. It's it's a good foray in, for Filoni's first movie to direct because it's it's sort of easy, you know. In some ways, you say to yourself, "Does it kind of handicap Filoni by just giving him something he's already done before?" Um, maybe a little bit, but he's never directed a movie before, you know, a, a motion picture in live action. So, um, I think they. I think he probably prefers it that way as opposed to saying, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna do like." Could he have done the Ray movie? F- sure. He could have done the Ray movie, but that might be a lot for a guy who's never directed a movie before. So, um, you know, I think that this is going to be uh, very interesting. Um, I do expect Thrawn will be the the main villain of this movie. I don't think that that's like a hot take. Um, And where we go from there, um, I guess... Just figuring out what all what all connects to it, you know. If is Skeleton Crew part of it? Because I know Favreau was involved in Skeleton Crew. Is that considered part of the Mandoverse, or are we just talking Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian? Because really, that's not that much, you know. Book of Boba Fett's got like six episodes, and it just feels like another season of the Mandalorian, and Ahsoka, who's also already in the Mandalorian as well. Uh, obviously, no, they had plans for. For Rangers no, and Republic to be, oh, oh, well, well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But kind of, I was gonna say, don't forget, Ahsoka also includes the the Ghost Crew, which is a whole other discussion. Yeah, and that's true. The Ghost Crew, you know, you do throw them in there, and it's like you don't want to consider them like the Mandoverse, but they are now in the Mandoverse. They're in Ahsoka. <laughs> right. you know, they got their whole, uh, they have a whole other history that goes beyond that. Um, yes. And, I mean, you know, there was talks about an Ezra show and, you know, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. Uh, and then my question would be, does it be, like, how do you balance all of that would be the other question. I mean, it's probably a question Kevin Feige could answer, but, like, how do you balance having all of these different characters and throwing them into one movie um, and not, it not like, nobody feeling shafted? I'm wondering about that as well. I don't know if, quote-unquote, everyone, whoever everyone is, if everyone will be in this movie. Like, I don't know if... Um, I feel like some characters are either going to have their arcs just finished or die before this movie even happens. Um, I mean, he even had uh, uh, Rick, Rick uh, Famuyiwa, who 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 um, executive produced this season of The Mandalorian and had a major hand in every episode of this season um talking about how you know the the title the mandalorian 
it could it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean Din Djarin. It could be any kind. I mean anybody. So they're not you know latched he on said, to. Wait, he said that. Yeah. That celebration. Uh, I forgot exactly where he said it, but yeah, he said that. Um, he, yeah, wasn't he was, that my theory? That's what you said, Kendall. Yeah, I gotta give you credit for that. I said, I think I said it on the show last week that the Mandalorian is it might be Grogu, man. Well, yeah, you were saying it's Grogu specifically. I mean, I, I that still hasn't been confirmed. That I will that, say. that has not been confirmed. Nothing's been confirmed, but you know, I think this this, <laughs> this pours gasoline into the theory because I mean, I, I think it's still very likely that it ends up being this announcement of a movie makes it a lot more likely that we're gonna that Din Djarin is not leaving the show. That we'll see Din Djarin as it continues because, like, how are you gonna end? How are you gonna write off or kill off Din Djarin and then do a movie? That doesn't make sense. The Mandoverse is about him, you know. So Pedro Pascal is a big actor, but unless like he went into some sort of exile, he went away, and we didn't see him until the movie. And that's, you know, maybe it's the season finale or the series finale, and then it leads into the movie. I don't know. This is going to be, again, this is unprecedented in terms of how they're going to structure this in a way that makes sense because, like, they're, they're talking about doing a season two of Ahsoka. And I'm like, why wouldn't season two of Ahsoka just be play out on this show? You know, am I going to be watching season one of Ahsoka being like, well, none of this matters because, like, we just got to get to the movie. You know, so episode four of Ahsoka, of a two-season show, is a waste of time. So, yeah. Right. Uh, that, that, that'll that be interesting to see how they handle that, but... Um, but, yeah, um, he actually second. He said the Mandalorian is no longer considered to just be Din Djarin. Um, you know, you know, you know, this season exploring more of the Mandalorians as a people instead of just a person. So he's kind of, like, generalizing it. Is as opposed to just being like just Dinjarin, but so I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what to make of that. But um, but yeah, it, w- it will be interesting to see what this movie looks like. I feel like a lot of the stories that are being told need to kind of come to their natural conclusion before we get the movie. Um. You know, like I, like, and I look look this up a little. Kathleen Kennedy, she did confirm it's going to be like six or seven years. She said six or seven years away, um, which is crazy to announce that now. But um, yeah, six or seven years look, from man, now. With, with Kathleen Kennedy, six, six or seven years, man. This movie. It's like, will she even be here? It, is Filoni still going to be doing this movie in six or seven years? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> you know. That's a very um, good question. We don't know what their priorities will be six or seven years from now. Will we have episode 11 out or 12 coming out? I don't know what's going on, going to be going on six or seven years from now. Um, but, you know, I don't know. But they announced it. And this is such a big... The Mandoverse is such a big part of Star Wars right now. I feel like they can't, like, can this movie, can this project. Um... Or and I feel like Dave Filoni is so popular they can't just can him, you know, as well. He's so popular and so powerful right now within Lucasfilm just in terms of his new title and everything. But you can't just say, okay, no, 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 no we're not gonna, we don't like what you're doing. Like, like they, at this point, it seems pretty clear that they, they respect his vision of Star Wars. So, um, so I think I think I think he's his I think he's safe, but. Everybody else, I mean, we don't know. Um, but yeah, so we are looking forward to. We are definitely looking forward to this movie. This movie is um, still a ways away, according to Kathleen Kennedy. But um, you know, I think I think it will. Um, I think this is going to be a. Uh, I don't I don't know if this will break any box office records, but. But a lot of people are going to go see this. I think a lot of people are going to go see this. I think it's going to be a very well-made, well-written story. Um, when With Filoni directing it, I, I think it'll be very successful, personally. Um, but the last movie announcement that we got, Kendall, or the last movie announcement that we're going to talk about, not, not sure necessarily that this was the order, is a movie by J. 
James Mangold on the Dawn of the Jedi. Um, now, I know they're getting into the territory of, you know, obviously this is going to anger and upset um, all the EU diehard folks, the EU folks that um, just will, or that just, just are distraught, upset, unhappy with the fact that all the Legends material is now Legends and no longer canon. Um, and uh, and I'm one of those folks, by the way, in terms of, especially with particularly some Legends material. And they can always bring those things into canon, but I feel like there's clearly some things that are just so well made that you just bring it into canon. But, um, but yeah, this is one of those things. The Dawn of the Jedi. So we're getting we're getting a a canon movie based history of the origin of the Jedi Order. This is going to be a very massive undertaking um, because this is literally setting the structural basis for this entire like mythos, practically. I mean, this yeah. is like this is like um, I mean. Uh, for for the anyone that that is you know very into Star Wars YouTube, this is like emergency awesome into stupendous way. We're gonna make like fifty movies off of this, 50, 50 YouTube videos off of um off of this movie. Shout out to both of those YouTubers, by the way. <laughs> emergency um, awesome gonna make fifty videos based off the trailer. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, and it'll, and it'll get hundreds of thousands of views and make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, Baby Yoda will be in the thumbnail. Oh yeah, Baby Yoda is all over the thumbnails. Yeah, anything Star Wars related, he's gonna be in the thumbnail. Um, but, but yeah, kind of this movie, oh man, and James Mangle's doing it. Oh, nah, this, this is the one Kendall. this is what, this is one that's going to be like, this is going to be similar to like the, the higher, the old Republic movie that, that we had been asking for, I believe. Um, I think the visuals, I think the, um, the action, I think what what they are going to be able to do with a movie like this is like it's like they could do, really do some next level stuff with this. Yeah. Um, it's very 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 exciting. Um, but kind of, what are your thoughts on this on this Origins of the Jedi movie? Um. I mean, it's. I, I I think it's interesting. Um, you know, it's it's an idea that you know I think that obviously they've had. Um, you know, I I think that it's. Um, clearly, it's it's something that uh, I think the the word was that this is what Benioff and Weiss were working on. Um, before they they bowed out. Um, I think I heard that so, as well. So, you know, it makes sense for them to want to uh, keep that project alive because it's a good idea. Um, and James Magold is a, is a good person to pivot to. Obviously, they got experience working with him on Indiana Jones. But, um, you know, if you've seen, obviously, Logan, I mean, uh, he knows how to tell a story about a singular character, uh, you know, very well. Um and obviously, there's going to be a original Jedi that will be the f- focus of this, and uh, and it'll be interesting to see if not only not only the formation of the Jedi, but the f- formation of the Sith as well as a part of it. Um, you know, I think that this this has potential to be really really good. Um, I think the the biggest thing is going to be figuring out how to make the world interesting. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, sometimes these stories where you go all the way back into the beginning of time, they can get a little, I don't want to say boring, but, you know, they can become a little malaise, a little slow, um, because there's just not a whole lot going on. There aren't a million characters, there aren't a million different, there's not a whole lot of technology, and it's just very slow moving, it can't be super fast paced, so, um, I think that would be the big key, is, you know, making the characters still have life making the, the environment still feel lively even though it's in a you know in a time that we haven't seen yet you know i think eternals is a movie that 
some of its like flashback scenes are a little you know can have a little bit of that as well where it's like ah, you know this is this this doesn't seem very interesting you know uh just because it's very dull um you know i mentioned each mario like uh when we were talking off air like uh i mentioned avatar earlier like avatar last airbender or uh the legend of Korra rather uh they had a a mini arc where they followed the first avatar and mm-hmm. the excitement around that was was through the roof i mean we saw the first look of it at Comic-Con one year, yep. and we were like, oh, this is going to be incredible. Like, this show is coming off a great first season. This was the middle at the, at the time. The start of season two was great, and we thought this was going to be incredible. And it ended up, you know, not being terrible, but just being very boring, you know, and a very forgettable portion of the entire Avatar series. When a story about the first Avatar should be big enough to almost do its own, have its own movie or have its own story it ended up being you know a footnote um mm-hmm. just because they didn't do a whole lot to like to to create exciting things exciting things around him it's just about one guy you know on his journey and if you don't have any investment in this character then you kind of get lost so i think that that'll be key and i'm not saying they got to make this guy like the, the first skywalker or anything like that but like you know, <laughs> please don't <laughs> but like uh, it'll be interesting to see how do they make people get invested in this character. Yeah, yeah, that that is going to be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I think the combination of this director who did such a good job with the with the old man Logan story um, and translating that to film. Um, and I I know he did Ford v Ford v Ferrari as well, and I know that was that was uh, well received as well. Um, I plan on watching that one soon also. Um, he's just very he's just very talented. Not someone that misses a whole lot it seems in terms of their the films that they've made. And while this is a very ambitious project, like I also. Like having seen several kind of different things that in, within the Star Wars mythos and stories that touch on the origins of the Jedi, the origins of the Sith and the Dark Jedi and things of that nature, it's always interesting. It's always so fascinating, so interesting, and every single time it's like if this could, you could just translate this into something like even with motion, let alone live action, it's going to be incredible, and um. And I just, I just, I think is, I think this is going to be the one that could be the best of of all the movies that were announced. Um, but you're right; it does have to have some excitement. It does have to have some, you know, but some kind of some kind of pep in its step, so to speak. But, um, but I, I'm honestly, I, um, I don't know. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be. I don't know. I mean, I just, um, I think it'll be good enough. I, and I think, and I think you can make this a story that's engaging and exciting. Um, but you have to care about the mythos. It's one of those things where it's like, if you don't care about the mythos, then you don't care about the mythos. I don't, you know, but, but I think the story is going to be good. Um, because it's always interesting to see the, when you see the Jedi and like they're united and then, you know, like you know, like with all those kinds of stories, like the peace doesn't last forever. There's some kind of corruption. There's some kind of like desire, and it is also going to get to like the 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 not only the origin of the Jedi but the origin of the dark side as well. I mean, that's that's like so. I mean, that's like very deep stuff. And I'm just like, man, this is going to be like really like wow, you know. So I I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I'm very, very, very excited about it. Um, Kendall, do yeah. you have any other do you have any other thoughts on this movie? Yeah, I mean, again, I just you know I'm curious to see what what the villain situation is. Uh, really, with all these movies, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, obviously, would they throw and be the villain in one of them? But um, you know, and then I'm also curious with both this one and the Ray movie, what other projects come within those timelines because I don't think that this will they will be the only movies. I think this one will probably be pretty contained 
this Dawn of the Jedi, uh, you know, timeline or this time, the, you know, uh, this Dawn of the Jedi point in the timeline. But, um, but I think especially the, 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 you know, the new Jedi Order portion has a lot of stuff that they can build upon. Um, right. You know, and, and I thought it was interesting that, you know, they had, uh, you know, the Old Republic as a part of that, that timeline as well. It, obviously, the High yep. Republic era as a part of that timeline. So they are differentiating, you know, the differences in all of these different timelines. And, uh, and clearly they're paying attention to, to EU stuff. And uh, I think that we may see a lot of that stuff get incorporated here in the, in the near future. I agree with you, Kenno. So we actually have a timeline. We actually have, you know, a, a, a quote-unquote slate, I guess you can say. I don't know if you... But, um, but, but we got some stuff. They're organizing themselves. We're getting some organization. Not just, okay, let me just make... An, let's make another Rebels Empire story movie. Let's make Solo 2, Solo 3, yeah. you know, whatever. We're going to go out into the, the Outer Rim. Yeah, yeah we're going to... We're going to, you know, uh, you know, another Tatooine clone, you know, in the outer room. You know, it's like let's let come on, like let's do something different. Um, <laughs> Tatooine clone. So you know, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, ex- I am. I think all the news that we got is encouraging. Um, the other thing that's really encouraging is yes. that we are getting uh, Catherine Kennedy confirmed. We will be getting the return of the Star Wars crawl. The opening yep. crawl Crawl's for all back. movies going forward. Um, I think that that's a big key addition. Um, I think movies like Solo, movies like Rogue One missed the crawl, uh, and I think it's important. And I, I, it's not like because it's not like the crawl makes every movie better. Yeah, I think in the case of Rise of Skywalker, you know, it kind of took me out of it. You know, immediately. I was like, what the, <laughs> what's going on? Um, but I think it doesn't provide good context, and especially for these movies where you're going to be dealing with characters and timelines that we'd never seen before, like, it'll be important to help give people context so that we're not just jumping in blind. Uh, so, so yeah, I think that this, I think that's a, uh, a really good idea. Um, and they, they, at first they wanted to be exclusive to the Skywalker saga, but at the end of the day, like, you can do one for every single movie. Like they don't all they don't have to be about the rebels fighting the empire every time or the, the Jedi fighting the Sith every time. Like they can be about just different characters. Like you know, you could you could do a, a crawl about you know Grand Admiral Thrawn is is on the loose and blah 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 and you know Ahsoka Tano and Din Djarin and a group of uh, rebel fighters are on the hunt for a Grand, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn and both. And it's not like oh my God, like where is Luke? Where is Anakin? Right. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Um, and it is good. It is a good thing that we're getting the crawlback as well. Um, it's just it's just something that should be in all Star Wars movies. You know, not it's not like the end all be all, but it should be. If it's, if it's a Star Wars movie, like, but just put a crawl in. Plus, it's not just, hurt it, I just love hearing the, the the theme music as well. Yeah, you gotta have that. It's just like oh. It's like I'm just strapped in, you know, ready for this amazing experience. Um, just as a consumer, that's something you got to just give the people what they want. Just give them a call. Why are you changing things <laughs> when people don't want you to change it? Don't change this. So that's one of those things. So I'm glad they're they're doing that as well. Um, but, Ken, I think this is a good place to end off. Um, as uh, we said at the top of the show. There are plenty more things to talk about, so the show will be getting split up um, as well. Um, so, um, so we will be having a separate, another episode um, in which we will be talking about. Um, so that could be kind of like a celebration recap part two, in which we'll talk about the shows. Um, there's a lot to talk about there, so even that will probably be shortened. Um, in terms of um, making sure it doesn't run on too, too, too long, but um, but yeah, so you got another another celebration recap uh, show coming up. So look forward to seeing that soon, and yeah. um, and we will be recapping the Mandalorian soon as well. That will be coming to a close very soon, 
So look forward to that as well. So a lot of stuff coming up. Um, the penultimate episode is out. It is quite something. So if you haven't seen that, definitely go see that. And um, and yeah, we have plenty to talk about. Uh, that'll do it for this show. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.